Wonderful and welcome to another episode of Heart and Soul. Today we're gonna talk and chat about empaths. Both of us, we are empaths and I don't know about you, Janet, but I only learned about empaths about maybe 10, 15 years ago. And for most of my life, I felt something is wrong with me. I was told numerous times, you're just too sensitive, you're too hard focused, mm -hmm. something is wrong with me, you need to toughen up. So for 40 years of my life, I felt something's wrong with me and I just needed to toughen up. But as an empath, you can't, this is not your nature. So when did you learn about empaths and how did you learned that you were an empath and how did it feel Janet? I have to say I'm a little bit similar to you Caroline is that I only found out when I started my healing journey in lovely Switzerland and people would say about th these words like highly sensitive person HSP and empath and I'm like kind of like going I don't know what that is um, and then when you know I found out more about it, I went that is so totally me. That is me. And you're right. I had all the time being told you're oversensitive because I would burst into tears or we get overwhelmed by things or I would just like I would then have to seek solitude. I would my my safe place sitting up a tree as a child and particularly for me growing up in Northern Ireland at the time of the troubles and there was all this news and strife and bitterness and hatred all around me it was well it just sucked the energy out of me and made me really feel afraid all the time but I was very aware of the collective energy and now I know and but now I also know some protection um tools as well which I'll share one of mine later what about you Caroline how did it impact you um yeah I was always trained I was always, you know, I couldn't be in crowds. I was just after half an hour, I just felt completely exhausted. And uh, I also remember my, my daughter, she loved shopping and those shopping malls, you know, with the loud music. And it's just like, and after one job, I said, <laughs> but I kept going for my daughter. And after that, I was just completely exhausted. Yeah. And I always, yeah, I always felt something is wrong with me. So being in crowds was really bad or coming into a restaurant and then all of a sudden I felt aggressive and I thought sort of, what's that? You know, why do I feel this way? And yeah, like you, you know, I remember we went to a wedding and then my youngest, he was six, seven years old. He did all of a sudden, he took his handkerchiefs as a mom. I knew you were going to cry. Here, I took a handkerchief <laughs> for you. And it was so good. I mean, I always felt deep, you know, movies touched me deeply, but also um, scary books. I love, I love detective stories and, and crime stories, but it really affected me. I couldn't sleep and um, I couldn't sort of wash it away. Of course, it was a liberation too. You know, I was sort of 
after my divorce and I had no idea and I always felt something's wrong with me. And like you, I said, that like, oh, empaths, what's an empath? I mean, never heard that word. And I'm so glad that young people now learn growing up with these words and that they are empaths and introverts and highly sensitive people. And it's okay to be the way we are you know I think that's a liberation so when I read up on empath I was like yeah that's me and it was so good it felt so good I felt totally understood and that was actually probably the first time I realized there's nothing wrong with me I'm just different and that's okay yeah, I totally understand that because to me, it was always seen as a weakness, as as you sort of say that something's wrong with you. Um, I mean, I did go through a period after a trauma that I shut down everything and I was like numb for years. And then when I kind of came through that and then all this overwhelm of emotions again, and I've realized now, now no, recognizing that, yes, I'm an empath understanding what that means and you know that does mean that you have sometimes an overwhelm of emotions you feel feel other people's emotions the collective you know what's going on you walk into a room as you say and you can you 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 feel it and it's learning then actually once you learn how to sort of almost control that and protect yourself it then becomes your superpower and for the work that we do I mean it is something I value and I know you do too Caroline yeah like you you know I always thought it's my greatest weakness something is wrong and I love to share an example of how I truly realized the gorgeous gift being an empath is when I was studying for pranic healing and we had a course and it was always in person and I was there coming there, you know, love to learn new things. And then in the morning, I always, all of a sudden I felt this really period cramps. And I mean, I had endometriosis. I knew I was okay, but it's not my, this time of month for me. And I thought sort of a bit silly. And I even went to the toilet to check, you know, just to make sure. And it was going on as I said, yeah, okay, good. You know, focus on the training and just breathe. And then later on, a lady excused herself and she said, I am sorry, I have to go home. I have this bad period came today and I can't stand the pain. And then I was, for me, it was just like clickety click. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't me. I felt her pain and there I felt this is amazing and this is what I truly embrace as a healer you know I can truly feel the pain the hurt the sensations the feelings of my clients so it's actually a superpower but like you said I first had to learn to see you know what is mine and what is coming from the outside to really be yeah be clear about that and then having sort of like a protection but then opening 
so to feel have it sort of like a on off switch in a way that that I allow other things to come in and I I find I mean you know for the last few years my journey has been it's been an upheaval again and I think it's almost like I felt like a tree that's been uprooted and replanted moving from one country to another and trying to get back into that zone and I mean all my energies and everything was just completely off whack and it's only now through your health Caroline and also doing now work energy work again on myself all this knowledge that I had and now I'm bringing it back on board and it's amazing as part of being an empath is that once you get your energies your chakras and your meridians and your energy flowing the way it needs to or should do you become more balanced and you you can deal with all of that so much better and I also noticed because now you know with being in a better place and being back to what I consider me this is me this is who I am um that do you ever get, go out somewhere and you're just sitting, minding your own business and somebody will come up to you and sit next to you and then the next thing you hear their whole life story or you hear something and you were just sitting there. You just you weren't looking for it, but just somehow your energy then, people come and they talk to you without even you doing anything. And I think that they can feel the empathic energy from us so particularly when we're in a good space as well is that other people feel that mm-hmm. and I think that's that's important like well that's it's in some ways it's like it's kind of it's really nice isn't it when you feel oh that person could come and they felt safe yeah and and one person even said it felt like stepping into the sunshine when they sort of came to me and and it's yeah. really wonderful and like you said just being centered, being yourself, and clearing my energy regularly. I mean, especially before I go to bed, but also during the day, or if something stressful helped. And by clearing my energy, I mean, cutting the cords, maybe imagine yourself walking through a beautiful waterfall, washing away everything and anything, and then, of course, putting on protection. I use usually pink light because it's very loving and soothing if you're in a harsher energy you can use blue or even mirrors outside facing mirrors so it never reaches you but um, reflects back yeah and in that bubble when I, I was doing that so often at the beginning then I learned to connect with myself without that outside noise it's like you can listen to your own radio station without having 20 radio stations go at once you know and and learn to about myself and my energy and what is me and then slowly opening up and then say ah this is me this is not me and then I could sort of say I don't have to deal with that I don't have to let it in or I don't have to feel this way just because it happens and and of course it's a learning curve I mean sometimes we get overwhelmed again or sometimes things happen especially if we're not in a good place and grounding yeah like you said the tree I love that analogy it's just amazing because when you're deeply rooted the storm of life 
you, you're just rooted, but the branches, they just, you know, swing in the wind, but you don't topple over. Yeah. And I think I used to topple over all the time before and now I can be more grounded and, and secure. And what do you do to stay in your own energy and, and energy? I know when I work with clients, I mean, like you, we kind of prepare before we we have that space to put, prepare the space and we prepare ourselves. And I do envisage, I, I go with a white light, like almost like a white bubble with that sort of, it's almost um, like an opal shimmer off it. Um, that's how I see it. But I will tell you a story about when <laughs> one a job I had and one guy that I worked with he was a real bully he really really was and it was sucking the energy out of me because I'd go into the office he would be really horrible and I was too nice to say anything initially anyway I got to the point where I just thought this is this is really not good I'm not enjoying this and then someone said to me you should put some sort of like protection on and I thought, okay. And the way I imagined it every day when I went into, the, I'd stand at the front door before I'd walk in and I'd imagine like almost like a white light suit of armor, but it was very flexible, but I was like totally protected in this, like ready to take on whatever. And then I would go in and I would, I would go through the day. And it's funny, every time I did that, never had an issue. And in the days when I forgot to do it, he would always be really me. And I thought, there's something in this. <laughs> and I said to the lady that I worked with, because she had a difficult time, I said, you should try this. But she, ne she never did. And, and he, he made her life really difficult. And it felt like because I had this protection on, yeah. it seemed to, he, he didn't direct it at me anymore. So I definitely, definitely know the value of it. And it is important, um, as you sort of say, even when you're out in a somewhere that you're not feeling safe or there's too many people, too many energies, you know, it's remembering. And that's a very important tool for empaths is to put this layer of protection on and whether it's your pink or whether it's a white light. But just as long as you're feeling that sort of lovely protection around you and everything else then can bounce off. And I think that's that was a really, really important step, learning that that to do that. Yeah, and seeing the effect. I absolutely love your story, and it just shows it all. It's all about us, how we stand in our energy. So when you protect yourself and stand proud in your own energy, bullies have no effect. But if you don't protect yourself and you go in a little bit, like, mm, then all of a sudden it all comes to you. So, and, and that's also good. We don't need to change the way we are. Like we felt for years, lifetimes, you know, we need to toughen up. Accepting that we are extra sensitive, that we are empaths, but having tools to embrace that and protect us 
and go through life with that. And yeah, when I go on public transport, I always put a layer of protection because you never know what, you know, yes. what people come. And we'd rather have nice people sit next to us sharing their story than having someone's grumpy negative, energy, you know. Yeah, <laughs> anger, any of those negative emotions that, that just drains us, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And the thing is, when we're doing that, we're actually emitting better energy around us as well. So that is also very positive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I do think that there's there's so much to it being an impasse. And as, as you sort of say, for years, we we thought there was something wrong with this. And we're being told, you know, too emotional, you're too this, you're too that. And I mean, I don't know about you, but when I first started working, as you sort of say, you had to like almost wear that mask all the time and then you'd go home and you'd be totally wiped out and I would be in tears most of the time and you know it was just totally my energy levels were like almost zero all the time and it was really and the stress levels and everything I mean my health then wasn't good I remember somebody describing it and I think this is also a good analogy is that you take a bottle of um, soda like fizzy drink and you take that and you take it round, and every time, you know, you're shaking it, shaking it, shaking it constantly, right? And then you take it home and you take the lid off, what's going to happen? <sighs> and that's and that's what was happening to me on an emotional level, is I was trying to keep everything suppressed. Mm-hmm. And then you get home, walk in the door, your own safe space, and it would just like... <sighs> you could finally release it yeah that's i think it's not healthy that that smile on our face and we don't allow ourselves that time out or or acknowledging even that this isn't good you know we just keep going because that's what everybody else does so exactly and also time out you know sometimes just a quiet place i mean when i had my free kids and they drove me crazy (laughs) hated it <laughs> just just five minutes to breathe to sort of you know arrive and come out again and then face the world but it's uh yeah little little bit of extra time time for yourself and I mean yeah especially as we are both introverts and empaths I think then we need that solitude we can't really deal with too many people at the same time and we recharge in nature I was just going to say that Caroline about nature and how the energy because I know for me right now I I am spending time because I've had a foot surgery so I can't go and do a lot of things but now the weather's improved and I can spend time in my my garden it's just like wow um and you live in beautiful Switzerland and you take your dog out for walks and it it does it replenishes mm-hmm. the whole system and yeah. yeah it's sort of like zooming yeah. we are at a more inner peace calm we can recharge and yeah nature especially now in spring that's I think we need the sun we need the spring we're sort of starting to bloom as well and and have a smile on our face and that's really absolutely gorgeous so if you could choose again 
Janet, now that you've learned so much about yourself, would you rather be born an empath again? Or would you rather say, oh, no? I think now, knowing what I know now, no, I wouldn't change anything because being empathic is, is a gift. And certainly sort of to do the work that we do. And even when I used to train a lot, I, I could get a sense of people in the room and I could see who maybe needed a little bit more support, who, you know, I could I could feel what people kind of needed. Um, and I, I, I think that certainly for me, and I know for you as well, in the job that we do and what we this is our vocation this is what we love it's just, it's so important to under, to have that empathic connection with the people that you're working with definitely, absolutely definitely i also embrace that gift and any empaths out there that they're still struggling with uh, being too sensitive learn to embrace that gorgeous gift it's a gift. And once you see that, you learn to accept yourself, you embrace that gift, and you can bring it forward to the world and help others about that. And I think the more we talk about our extra gifts given by the universe, and we can embrace it, you know, wrap open it and embrace it and see it as the gorgeous gorgeous extra tool it's, it's better mm -hmm. and I think we should also say and share with you you know if you are an empath and you are are recognized from what we are talking about today and that does resonate with you, you know that we're here also to support and help you through that journey if you want to reach out and speak to either one of us or connect with us please do so because you know we know what what it was like and you can see embracing it how it's changed our lives and what it means to us and our journey so definitely do do connect we'd love that yes absolutely love to help you on your empath way my name is caroline palmy and you can reach me at carolinepalmy.com and janet also has a website janetgroom.com and you can reach me at janet at janetgroom.com but I think we've shared the links as well exactly we do and let us know in the comments or reach out to us if you have any more questions and I am so excited to having shared so much and I love your story and I'm still very very in love with my story about that period pain and it just shows how helpful it can be once we learn whether it's ours or someone else's. Yes, very much so. Well, thank you everyone for joining us and love and light blessings to you all. Exactly. Till next week. Bye-bye. Till next time. Bye.